0: Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. The series is called How to Become Strong in the Lord. How to Become Strong in the Lord. This is part one. Uh, Today's message is titled Two Things We Must Be as Christians. Two Things We Must Be. Well, we're not going to talk as much about doing until next week. Uh, but what must we be? We're going to talk about only two of those things uh, today. And today is Communion day, which is which is great. Uh, so good to see uh, so many young faces, and and uh, all of you are young, aren't you? Okay, praise God, praise God. I didn't think we had any old people in here. <laughs> I didn't think so. Two things you must be. It's important to be. Do you know that? It's important to be before you do. Because you can do a lot of things and not be. You know, you can do a lot of nice things um, without being a Christian. Is that correct? Sure you can yeah sure you think can but we must be a Christian if we're going to have everlasting life with him with him so let's jump into this one one of those things we must be strong in the lord we must be strong in the lord I hope you agree with me, uh, because if you agree with me, you're agreeing with Scripture. Let's look at it in Ephesians chapter 6. Let's go there. Verse 10. Let's stop right there. We'll begin going to other things in Ephesians 6 later in the the, uh, series. We just want to do that one Scripture there. In verse ten, finally, and he says that because he's been talking about just recently, he's talked about uh, what type of relationship should the should a husband have with his wife? What type of relationship should his, should a wife have with her husband? What type of relationship should the children have with the parents, and the parents have with the children. He talked about all those type of things. What type of relationship uh, I pictured as employees and employers. He talked about slaves and and those who are uh, slave owners and things like that. Uh, He talked about those things. Then he jumps right into finally, so he's about ready to close this thing up. Finally, be strong in The Lord. That's what he says. This is the word of God. Be strong in the Lord. It wasn't a. Just a. Well. I I, I hope you'll be strong in the Lord. I just wish you'll be strong in the Lord. It wasn't a suggestion in other words. He's saying. Be strong. Be strong. In the Lord and the strength of his might. That's what he said. And uh, I know you love knowing about the tenses a lot of times of things, because sometimes it's a one-time thing. But in this case, it's not. It's in the present imperative it says, be being strong in the Lord. Be being, and you've heard me say that before in other parts of um, Ephesians. Be being strong. It's a continuous thing, a continuous thing. It's not a one-time thing. We're going to be coming. We're going to be coming strong every single day, hopefully. Every single week, every single month, every single year, until we move on to the next life. And that gives me encouragement. And I hope it gives you encouragement. Because sometimes we are not like we should be. I know I'm not like I should be All the time. I want to be strong all the time. But sometimes I'm weak. And I thank God that he put me in a body, a praying body, of believers that encourage each other daily. That'll pray for one another. Because sometimes... Uh, if you haven't arrived there, you maybe will sometime. I hope you never do. But sometimes you might can't even pray for yourself. You just you just too sick. You just you 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 can't even talk. Sometimes people are on their deathbed and they need somebody praying for them. And sometimes we're just weak. Because of a situation, because of whatever the situation may be, sometimes we're weak, and we need strengthening. So he says, be being strong in the Lord. Now, he wants us to re- recognize it's a spiritual thing. As Minerva said, it's a, it's a spiritual, we're spiritual beings. And I know... Uh, It doesn't take us being a Christian to go to the gym or have things at home or indoor at home or exercise room and you start becoming strong. You lift weights. You do push-ups. You do a lot of things to become stronger. You can make your legs stronger. Some people have jobs that they they have to lift things and they become stronger on their jobs. But we're not talking about physical strength here. We're talking about spiritual strength. We're talking about being spiritual and morally strong in the Lord. In the strength of his might. Not the strength of our own might. It's the strength of his might. And if, if we really be honest with ourselves, and if we really know what God has said, we would know that we can't be strong on our own. Really, we can't. We will realize that we are, on, we are in a spiritual warfare. We are, like, we are like soldiers, even though you might not want to be a soldier, we are all soldiers in this spiritual army of the Lord. And we are fighting a host of darkness that they are trying to discredit God. They are trying to render us ineffective in this world's arena. And God is saying, I want you to be strong in me, in the strength of my might. And Satan is trying to tell us, you don't have time to be strong in the Lord. You are busy. You have a job. You have a family. You have school. You have all these things you're concerned about. You don't have time to do that. It's okay if you don't do that. God is saying, no, 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 no. We will be facing an enemy that wants us to be weak. And he is more powerful than we are in our natural selves. He is no match for us in Christ. No match. That's number one. Be strong. Be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Number two. I said I'll cover two things we must be today. We must be strong in the Lord, in the strength of his strength. Number two is that we must be strong in the word of God. We must be strong in the word of God. Don't let anybody deceive you and you believe that what they say is that you really don't have to be strong in the word? If you are strong in the Lord, you're okay. You're okay. Just be strong in the Lord. He's strong. You're in Him. You're automatically strong. You can handle me because you're automatically in Him. That's a lie. That's a lie. We're not automatically strong in the Lord just because we get. We say uh and we give our life to Jesus Christ. We say some words and we give our life to Jesus Christ and we believe in our heart that God raised us from the dead. We really believe it and we really are saved and we say we are strong just because of that. We don't have to do anything. We don't have to we don't even have to know that there is such a thing as a Bible, but we, we heard about it, but it's not something that we get into because I really don't understand it. No. Don't believe that lie. We must be strong In the word of God, we must be strong. That's the second be, we must be. Let's look in Revelation uh, chapter 19. Let's go there. Verse 11. Revelation 19. Verse 11 through thirteen and I saw heaven open and behold a white horse and he who sat on it is called faithful and true and in his and and, in righteousness he judges and wages war. Oh he wages war there is a war going on. Oh verse twelve his eyes are a flame of fire and on his head are many diams. Now there's crowns other verses King James and NIV said crowns and he has a name written on him which no one knows except himself. Verse 13. He is clothed with a robe dipped in blood. And his name, his name is called the, come on, Word of God. His name is called the Word of God. The Word of God. And if we believe Anybody who tells us, uh, you don't have to be strong in the Word. Just be strong in the Lord. How can you be strong in the Lord and not strong in the Word? Because He is the Word. It's impossible. You gonna have to be strong in the Word of God if you're going to be strong in God. Let's look at uh, the Gospel of John. Let's go there. Let's go to chapter 1 and verse 1. Let's do that. We'll do 1 through 3 and then 14. The Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, capital W, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Do we believe it? Can we be really strong in the Lord and not be concerned with being strong in the Word of God? Oh. verse 2, he was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. Verse 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we saw his glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Oh, Jesus, yes, indeed, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. We need to be strong in the word of God. We need to be strong in the Lord. But it also means that we need to be strong in the word. I want to do something that I believe God would have us to do. And uh, let's have a, um, a season of being in the Word personally at home or wherever you may be. If you have the opportunity, wherever you may be. Uh, Because we used to have, about 20 years ago, probably, uh, we had like 40 days of purpose. And we all had books, you know, we all went through it as a a whole church and things like that. Uh, And we went through the purpose-driven life. Well, they have other things that they are still doing. But one thing that God has pressed upon me is that uh, we Want to be strong in the Word, but a lot of times we've gotten, we have gotten probably a little bit complacent with not being in the Word like He wants us to be in the Word because of the many things that uh, we do and have on our plate. We just don't have the, the time to do that. And he's telling me that I want you to have a, a season. And I said, well, what's that season? I mean, that's, 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 that's all the time. I mean, that's, that's our life, you know. Well, sometimes, you know, you can have an automobile, and after a period of time, sometimes that battery gets weak, and it gets to be wintertime. And sometimes it just won't crank. And you have to get a charge. If it's not dead, don't have too many dead cells or something. You have to get a charge. I don't know much about, you know, mechanics, but that's what I heard anyway. And so, so, and I know I've had my battery, my battery charged before. And this the picture I got in my mind is that he wants us to... Get our battery charged. He wants us to get our, our, our just in the word charged in such a way, that a jump started, so we can. I'm back on it now. I'm back on it now. And, and another, another thing that, that, that he gave me is that that uh, I happened to have to go to the dentist yes yesterday, yesterday, yesterday. Uh, no, nope. Friday. I went to the dentist Friday to get my regular uh, teeth cleaned, and. Uh, that's a good thing. Isn't that a good thing? You get your teeth. And, and and the thing is that you get a jump start on keeping them clean and and flossing every day. And and so you don't have to floss all of them, just floss the ones that you want to keep. You know? No, I want to keep all mine, So hey, you know. Uh but but it, it takes it takes you know uh, you have to make time. You have to make time to floss. And 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 um, sometimes we just are too tired at night or whatever the situation is. And then sometimes we get behind and we just okay, I don't, I'm, you know. And plaque builds up. And and uh, the lady told me, uh, the uh, whatever she's is called, uh, she said, look. Uh, Stay stay ahead of the game now because you don't want plaque to get on it because then you're going to be flossing the plaque. You want to you want to keep the plaque off so you need to do it every day. Every day. So thank God for tickling because it gives you a jump start. Now you can go, okay, huh. Okay, I'm back on it now. I'm, I'm on it now. I'm on it now. I'm on it. Every night I'm on it. Well, that's what we need to do by this word of God is get back on it. Get on it. Get on it, get on it, and stay on it because it is our life. Really, it's our life. In 2 Timothy, let's go there. In 2 Timothy uh, chapter 3 and verse 16, I'm sure all of you, 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 every verse I uh, I say is going to be, you already read it, and that's good. I'm glad so. But uh, I know, like anything else, I need to be encouraged in the Word. There's no need for me to stand up here and talk about uh, what went on uh, at Liberty, what went on in Fifth Street, what went on over here. What's no, uh, I want to hear the Word. I don't want to go to no church, and I don't hear the Word. Is that I want the Word. You know? Let's open our Bibles. Let's open our little iPads. Let's open our phones. Let's do something. I want the Word. I want the Word because the Word is alive, isn't it? Listen what it says about the word in verse 16. It says that all scripture. No, no, no. Surely it can't be said all. All scripture is inspired by God. Woo. That tells me something. That tells me that, that okay, I don't care what you, you're talking about. You say, oh, people tell you that, oh, well, men wrote the Bible, so it can't be all, all right, you know. It's just some suggestion. All Scripture is inspired by God. It says. So I don't care if the Apostle Paul wrote it, I don't care if Timothy wrote it. I don't care who whoever he used. But God is the one who inspired everything that's in here. It says, and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate equipped for every good work and I said I need the word I need the word because when I get in the word it will correct me it will it 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 reprove me you know it's going to train me in righteousness it's going to do all those things so I need the word of God it, it, let's think about what, what God thinks about the word. And you know what he thinks about where he is the word. Okay. But let, let's, let's look at a scripture here in Joshua. Uh, uh, let's go to the Old Testament. Joshua chapter 1. And you know who Joshua is. Joshua, he, he, he took over, you know, from uh, uh, Moses. He, he, you know, here, here's Joshua. here, And now Joshua in chapter 1 of Joshua Let's look at uh, verse 1. Now, it came about after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' servant, and one meaning is his minister, saying. So, we know what God is doing here. He's talking to Moses. He's getting ready to transfer this mantle onto Joshua. So what does God think is so important for a leader? Because whatever God says to, to Joshua, he's saying to every male in here, if you ever want to lead anything, if you ever want to lead anybody, he's speaking to all of us, he's speaking to every woman, whoever wants to have a child, whoever wants to get married, whoever wants to work, whoever wants to have a, 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 a ministry or anything, he's talking to you because he's saying here that I'm getting ready to tell Joshua something that's going to help him. Joshua's about to lead millions of people into the promised land. He said, oh, I've got to tell Joshua how to be successful. So what does he tell Joshua? Let's look at verse six. He says, "Be strong and courageous. Be what? Strong and courageous. So he wants us to be strong. In verse seven, only be strong and very courageous. It, it takes it takes courage sometimes to be to be strong." On your job, sometime with your family, sometimes, because you know you, you sometimes you don't want to you don't want to tell somebody something because they don't want to hear it. You know they don't want to hear it. They, they've heard from you before. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. That's what somebody told me one time. It, it, um, it, it was a it was a um, like a daughter to me, uh, and I had a, a person like a son to me, uh, and 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 it was his girlfriend in college but now she's out in the working field and i just went by the house because they said she was home and so i went by the house and i said um are you reading the word of god in it "Ah," i don't say anything about god don't say anything about the bible i've heard that before i don't want to hear anything well that just closed i mean closed me up no need to talk about anything Really? So it takes sometimes some courage. It takes some courage sometimes. And all the time, actually, because God says so. Let's look at verse 8. He's talking to, who is he talking to? Joshua. What's Joshua about to do? He's about to take over and and, and lead God's people. He says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. What does that mean? Do you want me to get into the Hebrew on what this actually means? Or is it plain and simple? Don't let this book of the law depart from your mouth. He says that, but... You shall meditate on it day and night. Meditate on day and night. Wait a minute. I do things. I got a lot of things I, get, I do after work. I got a lot of things I do at night. I don't have time to meditate on it day and night. Why is he telling Joshua to do that? He says, so that. What does so that mean? Okay, you know what it means? In order for this. So that you will make your way, what? Prosperous. Successful meaning. And then, when? Then you will have success. When is he going to have success? When is Joshua going to have success? When he let this word be in his meditation day and night. When he, it says, you know, do what God says. I don't want it to part out of your mouth. I don't want it to part out of your mouth. I don't want it to depart from your mouth, in other words. I don't want it to do that. I want you to talk about it. I want you to talk about it. Isn't that what he told parents about the children? How does should parents teach children when they were? When they wake up, when they're walking by the wayside, when they get ready to go to bed. How often are you going to do it? All the time. All the time. That's how we're going to have success. That's how we're going to have success. The word of God, we have to be strong in the Lord. And God, if he's telling his, his servant, Joshua, this, then you're going to have success. Then you're going to have success. You're going to have success leading my people if you just meditate on my word day and night. If you don't let it depart from your mouth, you're going to have success. That's the only way you're going to have success. Then what is that telling me? What is that telling you? The only way we're going to have success in anything dealing with God, if we're going to be strong in the Lord, if we're going to be strong in the word, if we're going to be four months of uh, uh, uh People to fight this spiritual warfare, Satan and his demonic uh, uh, entourage, we're going to have to be strong in the Word because that's what He's going to come at us to get. He's going to come at us to get it. And you know what He said. Uh, and I, I, I tell you, he, God is so good. All we had to do is just look at what Jesus did. The Satan said, okay. So you're the Son of man, I tell you what you do. I know you're hungry. I know you've been fasting i know you I know you're hungry. I know you're hungry. If you are God, this is what I want you to do. Turn these stones into what Bread. what did Jesus say? That's right, that's right. He said, uh oh, no, 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 no. Man shall not live by bread alone. Now, we know we need bread. But he says, man shall not live by bread alone. Well, what else am I going to have besides bread? Oh, I need some meat. I need some meat. You're right. You're right. No. But by what? Every word, right? Isn't that right? Oh, come on now. I hope I'm in the right place. I hope this is a cornerstone Community Church, Cornerstone Community Church, and not just a, a, you know, a social club. It's a church. That's what we need to do. We need to be able to meet situations with the Word of God. We're gonna, we're gonna pick this up next week, and because he says that we're gonna. We're going to, if you want to be strong in, in the Lord, and if you want to go ahead a little bit, you can look at, and you probably already have it memorized, and I hope you do, uh, and you should. And if you don't, I hope you will. Is that whole, you know, um, Ephesians chapter 6 there, uh, when the stars tell us to be strong in the Lord and the power of His might, because then He tells us what to do. And we're going to talk about what to do when. Next week, we're going to talk about some of the things we have, have to do to be strong, some things we have to do to be in the Word. We're going to just encourage one another because it's, it's, a, it's an encouragement to each other just by being together. Do you realize that? that, that there, there are strength in numbers. That It would be a pitiful sake, you know, if, 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 if they said, now we're here from the pastor and my arm come up here, and that's all you have, my arm. You won't hear from it. You see, if, 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 if we don't have the whole body together, it takes all of us together to encourage one another to do what God has called us to do. We all are needed. Nobody is better than anybody else in this thing called Christianity, this thing called the body of Christ. We all are gifted, and we all need to use our gifts. We all need to be uh, with one another, and you don't want to be... Uh, sitting and doing nothing in the household of God because He wants to use you, and your use is an encouragement to others. It really is. So we want to have com- communion, and uh, for those who may see me on YouTube, um, I want to remind them, or if it's not a reminder, it's the first time they might have heard it, is that there's no way to be strong in the Lord if you haven't given your life to the Lord. You have to give your life to Jesus Christ. It starts there. And you, all you have to do is to um, ask for forgiveness for your sins and ask him to come into your heart and save you. And that's where strength starts. You must believe in your heart that Jesus Christ raised from the dead. He is who he said he is. And once you give your life to Jesus Christ, you are now on your way to being strong in the Lord because you have the strong one living inside of you. When you get saved, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you. He's your guide. He's your teacher. And he's going to bring to your members everything that Jesus said to you. And so, who, who is Jesus? The Word of God. So he's going to bring to your members everything the Word of God said to you. And so, you have to be strong in the Word because how is the Holy Spirit going to lead you into everything that Jesus said, but you don't know no Word, right? We're going to talk about that next week.